Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rob Gunther. And I'm Carrie Donahue. It's Thursday, September 15th, and we're here with you updating the news all day, every weekday. Here is the latest. President Biden announced from the Rose Garden the tentative labor agreement that averts a railroad strike. He outlined what's in the deal for conductors and engineers. Because of the labor agreement, those rail workers will get better pay. 24% wage increase over the next five years. Improved working conditions. Peace of mind around their health care by capping the cost that workers will have to pay. Employees had been working long hours on call, and they were penalized if they called out sick or missed work for a doctor's appointment. The potential for a strike had been bubbling for weeks, and economists were warning that it could have resulted in losses of $2 billion a day. But Labor Secretary Marty Walsh brokered a compromise after a marathon 20-hour negotiation that ended early this morning. One of the greatest tennis players of all time is retiring. Roger Federer made the announcement on social media this morning. After multiple knee surgeries, the Swiss player says his body is telling him it's time. I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt. And now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. He's a 20-time Grand Slam champ, and Federer's last competition will be the Laver Cup in London next week. It seems Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is taking a page out of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's playbook. Two charter planes holding 50 migrants believed to be from Venezuela arrived in Martha's Vineyard yesterday. DeSantis's office soon claimed credit for the operation. His stunt is very similar to Abbott shipping thousands of migrants on buses to cities like New York, Washington, and Chicago for months now. The Republican governors are hoping to send President Biden a message about border control and immigration policy. So far, residents and local officials in Martha's Vineyard have greeted the migrants with relief supplies and short-term housing. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says victory is on the horizon after gaining the upper hand against Russia in recent days. Invading forces are retreating toward the Russian border after Ukraine reclaimed hundreds of towns and villages in the country's south and northeast. President Biden said this week, though, that it's unclear if this is a true turning point. Russia is still sending bombs Ukraine's way and hitting civilian locations close to President Zelensky's birthplace. It seems Vladimir Putin is not backing down. The Russian leader is in Uzbekistan today for a regional conference where he hopes to solidify his alliance with Chinese President Xi Jinping. The U.S. has been concerned for a while now about whether TikTok's data collection practices could harm national security. And on Wednesday, the chief operating officer of the Chinese-owned company met with the Senate Homeland Security Committee to discuss those concerns. Basically, the U.S. is worried that the Chinese government could use U.S. citizens' TikTok data for nefarious purposes. But the COO would not commit to stopping the flow of U.S. user data to China. Here's what we guessed was probably running through her head when she was directly asked. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Oh, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. So check back whenever you want to know the latest. Coming up, we dig into some royal headlines for this week's Two Headlines and a Lie. 
The WHO said in June it'd come up with a new name for monkeypox, agreeing that monkeypox is both inaccurate since the disease didn't originate in monkeys and racist since it disproportionately affects black, Latino, and gay men. The stigma could be a barrier to people getting vaccinated or seeking medical help, yet months later there's still no acceptable alternative. Some cities are trying other names. San Francisco is using MPX or MPOX, Chicago MPV, and the CDC and the general public still seem to be sticking with the original name for now. If you want to cut down on your shopping addiction, skipping caffeine could help. The Wall Street Journal reports here about a new study which found that people who drink caffeinated beverages before shopping spend more money and buy more items on average. And that goes for both in-person and online shopping. Caffeinated shoppers were also more likely to make frivolous purchases, things like candles or scented oils, as opposed to useful items like kitchen supplies. Thousands of strangers have stepped up to help a teenage girl pay a $150,000 court-ordered fine to the family of a man she stabbed to death. Piper Lewis had fled an abusive home, was trafficked for sex, and says she was raped multiple times by Zachary Brooks, the 37-year-old man she killed in Des Moines two years ago. She was 15 at the time. In Iowa, anyone convicted of killing someone has to pay this fine to the victim's family. The judge said his hands were tied. One of Piper Lewis's teachers stepped in, started a GoFundMe, and it's raised more than double the amount she needs. This is not your typical story of billionaire philanthropy. The founder of outdoor brand Patagonia has given up the company that made him his fortune. Ivan Chornar said he was making the earth the only shareholder after handing the $3 billion company over to a trust and nonprofit. This means future profits will be given to environmental groups rather than shareholders. Chornar told the New York Times he hopes this means Patagonia plays its part in helping the planet combat climate change. It's no secret that our lives have changed dramatically since the pandemic started, but now we finally have some hard data. The Census Bureau released its American Community Survey this morning. Here's what's gone up since 2020. Unmarried couples living together, people identifying as multiracial, and the costs of rent and housing. Most startling, the number of people who work from home has tripled. But here's what went down. Average household size, commutes, and the number of people moving. It's time for us to play our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie, and both Dave and Rebecca are out, so Rob Gunther and I will be tackling the game this week. Hey, Carrie, and of course we have our friend Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew. She's here to play again with us. Morning Brew runs a version of this game every Thursday in their daily newsletter, so Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than you pretending to know nothing about the royal family. I really don't know very much about the royal family. Rob, do you? I mean, we've been living and breathing royal family for this week, so I feel like uh, I feel like an expert at this point. But <laughs> You know, don't lie. You know. <laughs> and Rob and Carrie, you're going to try to guess which headline you think is the lie. And Carrie, I regret, I really hate saying this tragically, very tragically. I lost to Rebecca last week. I don't think that was fair. But this week, I'm kind of worried. I feel like you're going to be even steeper competition. You're a hardcore news junkie. You're the executive producer of the show. You're our boss. Yeah, definitely. You should be very afraid. Normally, I support you in every way, Rob. But right now, I look forward to kicking your butt. And Maddie, it's so nice to finally be in the arena with you. (laughs) Headline A, Queen Elizabeth II's bees have been informed of her death. Headline B, Queen Elizabeth II's death inspires Kanye West to settle beefs. And headline C, 
Queen Elizabeth II's casket weighs an extra 20 pounds because she asked to be buried with her favorite treats. Oh, hmm. oh. <laughs> well, I love C because I'm trying to think of what treats I'd like to be buried with, but that, oh, that sounds so real, though possibly wasteful. Rob, I think we want to consider A about the bees. Um, so, uh, you know, assuming that all royal subjects, even flying ones, uh, actually need to receive the news. And as far as I know, bees don't really uh, read a lot of news. <laughs> I mean, bees don't read a lot of news, but unfortunately, I do read a lot of news. And, you know, I did see this one. So I think that one is legit. So, Rob, you are saying that A is true. So that leaves B. And B is the one about Kanye West settling beefs. And here I am afraid, Maddie, that actually I also on my social media feed did see that Kanye was trying to take this moment of great global reconciliation to also settle his beefs. I think we're left with C, even though I think it's a very, very good idea to be buried with your treats. Uh, I think that one's probably the one that's not true. Well, I'm devastated that I lost so hard. Oh, <laughs> I'm happy that you guys both read the news so much, but you you are correct. The casket will not weigh an extra 20 pounds because of the treats that will be buried with <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. I love that you picked 20 pounds though, because I just think like, um, that's a lot of treats, Maddie. And what would your <laughs> coffin have if you were putting the treats in? I was thinking like mine would just be full of loose Skittles because like I love Skittles. It would just be a sea of Skittles. <laughs> that would be a lot of Skittles. <laughs> So, Maddie, can you tell us what's going on? So, yes. Uh, in case you were worried, Queen Elizabeth's bees have, in fact, been informed of her death. Apparently, it's a centuries-old tradition for the royal beekeeper to tell the hives they have a new master. In this case, King Charles III. The ritual is tied to an old superstition that the bees will stop producing honey or die if they don't know they have a new owner. Oh, do you think that the honey from sad bees tastes different? <laughs> That's got to be like a poem, like an Emily Dickinson poem. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently Queen Elizabeth's death has inspired Kanye West to settle his many beefs with people. The rapper posted on his Instagram last Friday, life is precious, releasing all grudges today, leaning into the light. His post included a few pictures of the queen, so we're assuming she inspired him. And in case you were wondering, Ye's beef list includes Pete Davidson, of course, but also Gap, Adidas, John Legend, and even the sitcom Friends for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Maddie, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to visit morningbrew.com to subscribe to their great daily newsletter and listen to the refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Carrie Donahue. And I'm Rob Gunther. Talk to you soon.